Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Victor Marks Show. Today, we're continuing part three of a fascinating conversation about discipleship with Terry and Nancy Clark. We'll discuss what it means to know God personally and then how to share this life-saving message of Jesus. You can learn more about the Clarks as well as their incredible music that I've listened to for years by going to catalystpeople.com. That's catalyst, C-A-T-A-L-Y-S-T, people.com. Sounds like I'm in a spelling bee and I just won. Now let's pick up the conversation now with Terry and Nancy Clark on this edition of the Victor March Show. Roby Duke, I don't think you know the story. I was new in ministry. I had a junior high retreat, and Roby actually came and did music, just on his guitar, and I was a new Christian. So I was like, oh, wow, you're Roby Duke. I really like your music because I brought him. Uh, I wasn't even married yet. Uh, and that was that was the weekend I told my friends, I think I know who I'm going to marry. And it was Eileen because I had her tied up. No, I and I was like... <laughs> No choice. <laughs> Roby said this to me. He looked at me. It was just me and him. He goes, Victor, which made me feel good. He knew my name. He <laughs> goes, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of all this. I'm tired of the circuit. I'm tired of, hmm. he goes, I've made it. And he was like pouring his heart out to me. That was prophetic hmm. of how people would start coming hmm. to me. And the one percenters, right? And he's definitely one percenter. And he said, Mm-hmm. I'm, I got everything you're supposed to have. He goes, I'm just, ugh. It didn't fill him. Right. And he went back to, Victor, the only thing that's going to take care of you is that relationship with the Lord. Not, And he shortcut me as a brand new Christian. Wow. See well, what happens when you are in the right place oh. at the right time and available for God to speak through you? Yes. He did that through Roby. And that's what, that's really to tell you the truth. I don't want to butt in here, Please. but that's, that is the challenge that I wish that, that Christians would take in, in being vocal with what they know is true and right and not feel like, oh, well, I'll, I'll get a thousand and one contradictions and people saying that I'm not thinking of this or that, but, mm-hmm. you know, not to care, but just to be able to say the truth in love and compassion and yeah. with the, with the Lord's anointing. And the love is the real, real key oh, yeah. to that because if we're following the kind of the attitude of the media and the anger and the venom that's that's gone out, if we follow that and still are a Christian, we need to confess yeah. and repent. Yeah, we we need to say, Lord, would you fill me? with your spirit, your disposition, your love for even especially when I need to speak the truth, even to my granddaughter or my grandson or my neighbor or somebody just bumping into me and standing in the line at the grocery store. 
whatever the Lord wants, he gets it as far as I'm concerned, but he needs to get it from a heart that's completely surrendered and embedded in him. And to be in him is to be hidden with Christ in God. That's so good. I had a guy, to your point, Nancy, I had a guy call me a coward through a video that he posted on his, and he's an influence. He goes, ah, Victor Marks, you're a coward. And uh, and I kind of chuckled. And actually, it, you know, I, I was thinking, well, gosh, maybe I've had cowardly moments. I don't know if I'm <laughs> a coward. So he had listed some things out. I'll send you guys a link. It's a five-minute rebuttal back to him. Okay. And uh, and you know what? He made another video and said, oh, I just want to say that comment I made about Victor Marks. First of all, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> and he goes, oh. yeah, and he goes, second, that was the whole story. right? And he's just like, second, wow, he's pretty gracious. He actually called me, and I did. I, I contacted him. I said, hey, yeah, all I said was, are, are you this spirited? If we grab a cup of coffee, because I'll come find you. I got to find San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you what a coward I am. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I've we have become friends over that and he's younger and it's what you said god's give me like peace and it was it was interesting because so many people comment after video they're like wow you you really have a good approach i'm thinking that's a holy ghost approach yeah well that's it and you wouldn't have gotten to be friends with this man at all had it not been for your graciousness the lord you allowing the holy spirit to speak through you graciously because when we come back with a defense that's the only thing that they'll come back with us is another defense, you know, being attack, attack, attack. But if we come in with a gracious attitude of saying, you know, let me, let's talk about this. Really? I want to hear your side of this thing. Then they're, they're off guard. I had a uh, atheist, uh, you know, because like last year we reached 200 million people through social media and it, it's, I have right. a staff, right. great <laughs> people, but we get like 10,000 comments a day. So I do jump in as much as I can, you but I had an atheist just like, <laughs> and people wait for me to like pull the gloves off and like, you know, you're going to hell, you heathen. <laughs> I just engaged right. and said, so right. help me understand. This is always my first line. Help me understand what you mean. I don't understand. I'm being sincere, mainly because of that super high Q, the double digit I have. I said, he's all 80. And, and then by the end of this long thread of conversation, they said, even though we don't agree on theology, I didn't know what you did until now. How do I make a donation to your organization? Oh, my goodness. And they still donate. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> but two questions I ask people before we end, and we'll ask you all, is one, first one, what is y'all's perception of who Eileen and I am are. When I think of you guys, just just when hearing, reading exploits that you've done, hearing things that you've gone to and doing things, the word that comes to my mind is energy. You are so energetic, even though you may not feel like it. God has in, empowered you with energy, and and not to back down from anything that He puts before you as a possibility, which all things are possible, goes hand in hand. Um, 
and he, he can trust that you will follow him through those situations. And the reason why he doesn't use other people maybe in some of those situations is because they will go to alternatives and, and think of this and that, how they can get the job done. You go to the Lord and you and Eileen both saying, okay, if God's in this, he'll give us the direction. He'll give us the steps to take. And you trust that. And by faith, right. you walk through it and he does the work. So I think of that and how you motivate so many people to do the very same thing that they can with what God's given them to do and that you're persistent. You stay with it. And you're not, mm. you're almost like an entrepreneur in the spiritual realm where you seize another opportunity to let God's word be known. And it's, it's powerful. That's right. Thank you. And the Lord has orchestrated your training, mm. your physical training, your military training, all of that, so that when you face something that's an impossibility, yeah, you don't just stop and give up. That's not in your, your DNA mm. because you say, okay, this needs to be done. So it's not like you look up and say, God, you got to help me. You just go and because you know God's going to give you the strength and pull forward the programming and the training so that it's successful. We're not afraid. Thank you. Uh, th those are such kind and encouraging words. And I think about, you know, Eileen, uh, our last pump, we went into Iraq and then into Syria to an ISIS confinement camp. There were 70,000 women and children of ISIS there. And it was, we had to leave our armored vehicles in Iraq. We mm. couldn't take our weapons. Mm. I took my wow. dog, mm. a little tomahawk in our team. But y'all, it's, Eileen has a gift of faith. I mean, I can't mm -hmm. tell you how many times she's like, you know, I'm kind of weighing things out. She goes, mm. well, beautiful. did God tell you to do it? I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, you know. Come back with your shield or on it. Yeah. You know, but she's like, I, I, yeah. her mentality is I'd rather be married right. to a martyr than a coward. I mean, that's, she breathes, breathes that into me yeah. where, you know, cause it's funny. There's <laughs> one time I was like, yeah, honey, you know, I was faced with danger on all sides. It was dark. The enemy was closing. <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah, I was right next <laughs> to you, babe. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, what you said reminded me of, of a, a little instance that we repeat a lot yeah. uh, about the Wombrants. Remember uh, Richard Wombrant, martyr for Christ? About this tall. His wife's name was Sabina. And when early on, early on, uh, before he was any kind of a martyred pastor and he was just a normal, regular preacher in Romania, um, the communists were coming into the church and they were threatening uh, all of the pastors. They said they could be a church, but they had to uh, preach according to the, the state doctrine, the state uh, message and, and the way to do it. And anyway, they were telling, given, laying down the rules of what's going to be happening from now on in the church. And Sabina punches him in the ribs and says, if you don't stand up right now, and de defend <laughs> God, then I'm just the wrong man. That sounds like Eileen. I that mean, sounds like an Eileen to me. You know, her, her nickname. Her mindset <laughs> is like this. Are you telling me God Almighty just spoke to your heart? It's God. <laughs> Do it. 
Why? You know what? When, when we were dating, no, we weren't even dating. I was sweet on her, but then she wasn't sweet on me. So I'm like, yeah. And uh, and I remember I got a. I, I don't know if you guys remember this. I, I tell it every once in a while, but I got a job offer with uh, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. So Brian came. Yeah, Brian came, and I trained him in some martial arts. And then next, you know, he wants to hire me. And long story short is every Christian was telling me, yes, this is, oh, my gosh, this is God's will. You moved to Malibu? You, you know, just like, oh. <laughs> he, I, hey, I even remember Greg, Greg Laurie saying, this is great, Victor. Was like, oh, oh, okay. I saw Eileen, and we weren't fully sweet on each other yet. But I, I was telling her, like, yeah. Got a job offer. Each boys. <laughs> Brian Wilson looks like I'll be heading up Malibu. And I'll never forget, no one told me this. No one, not even one person I knew. She looked at me and she said, So, God tell you to go. <laughs> and she just quenched everything right there. I was like, What? What? She's the one. I remember thinking, She's like, I'm not impressed. Did God tell you to go? Like, <laughs> good. What's that got to do with it? That's so good. So, all right, last question. We're all going to die. So when y'all die, what, what happens? And why do you believe that? To be absent from the body is to be instantly present with the Lord. I believe that. The word, the word says that. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11 says that God's placed eternity in our hearts. We want to be with God for eternity. Yeah, it's home. Because I compare what I know in my heart to what I see around me, and why would I want anything else? <laughs> yeah. I get tired. I, I'm kind of an old man now, getting kind of grouchy. Because <laughs> the grouchy comes from people, friends, just, you know, real brothers and people I love jumping the line on me and yeah. going to heaven yeah. for me. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting so sick of that. Right. But um, at the same time, you know, I just, I just want to see Jesus. Mm -hmm. I just want to see Jesus face to face. I want to hold him eye to eye and tell him what I want to tell him, what I, what I've been telling them, but I want to say it so loud that he says, stop. <laughs> I'm right here. I'm right here. God, dad, could you get this guy off me? Uh, no, I just, I just want to go home. We want to go home. Yeah. And it's not because the world is so bad. The world was getting bad before we ever got here. Yeah. And we didn't help it much, but we're doing what the Lord's doing with him. And it's going to be an instant thing. I'm out of this body face to face with him. You sound homesick, brother. I've been homesick a long time, man. You think about the people who've already gone. And we know, you know, one way of looking at it is the rapture is already happening just right. one by one. But when... The exodus does come when the trumpet does sound and everybody is out of here in the twinkling of an eye. And you think of the, the barrage on heaven's Oof. doors and Jesus is there for each one of us. I mean, how in the world do you fathom? There's no way of fathoming 
God being there personally meeting us as we enter his uh, presence. Yeah. Don't even mention the Mexican border. There's <laughs> no comparison. Hey, we're just going to storm those gates. Oh, man, we're going to be in there. I have never even, <laughs> I've never really thought about that. That's so cool. Well, hey, there, there may be people listening right now that they're not doing good with the Lord. You know, they call themselves a Christian, but they're not, they are not walking with them. I got a lot of people that listen and, you know, they don't know God. They listen to y'all talk like you. It's so personal. Uh, how can we help them make it real for them? Well, all we can say is that Jesus is the embodiment of the creator of all things. And Jesus calls him Father, Abba. Mm. And their relationship is unbreakable. He never did anything that his father didn't show him what to do. He never said anything that his father didn't say, that he heard him say to those that he was speaking to. And he says it over and over again. I can do nothing on my own. I can't do anything. Mm. I'm alive. And his life was given to us. And anybody that's estranged from, from their creator, father, their dad, their Abba, is he didn't move. We keep kind of pushing him away because he wants us. He wanted us so much that he sent Jesus, his own human son, mm. to take on all of that separation, all of that, that isolation that was created right at the beginning of the human race, and for us to have free access to the throne of grace. His mercies are new every morning. Mm-hmm. Don't be thinking that God is not wanting you. He wants you. Mm. He wants you. He's proven it over and over and again. If you just stop and be quiet for a moment <laughs> and say, Father, if you're there, I would like to get acquainted with you. He'll be all over you. Mm. And he'll be gathering you up in his arms from now throughout eternity. I love that. You know, there's sometimes where we have been conditioned or programmed to think people have to pray a certain prayer, but that's not necessarily always it, is it? God can just come. And, you know, I used to be very, in the best sense of the word, disciplined in my approach to casting a net. And I learned that the Holy Spirit is so much bigger. (laughs) My confines, you know, it's like, can't dim the lights in Iraq. And when you're talking to a Muslim in the back of a car Mm -hmm. that might have an IED. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember asking this lady, because she was very demonized, and the husband was saying, please help her. And when I started talking to her, she was oppressed and demonized horrible. And I said this, and I'd never done this with a Muslim. I said, I think what's going on, it is the separation, and there's evil on you. There's demons. 
the only way I know how to get rid and deal with demons is through the person of Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love it. Can I pray for you in, in his name? She looked up at me with clear eyes and said, <laughs> is he still alive? And I was like, hmm. it actually made me go, yes, yes, yes. It was, she was, she was so desperate. And she just said, <laughs> is he, is he alive? Like how the prophet could, and I said, Hallelujah. Yes. I prayed for her the worst prayer. It, I didn't even stick to my own little format. It, and she got, before I even said amen, she starts screaming, my mind, my mind, my mind is free. My mind is free. And I was like. Oh, wow. What a miracle. More proof that the Lord is already there. He's already got the answer right there. And, and it doesn't matter what the prayer is or what the what is said, it's it's the heart. And I learned something not long ago that just because someone prays a prayer, you know, we're, we're really anxious to get someone to pray the sinner's prayer. And just because they do doesn't mean their heart has changed. God has to draw them and he's there, but he's ready for that person to actually turn to him and say, I want you. So is that you listening right now? Do you feel God drawing you? Do you feel this? Maybe it's an emptiness or loneliness. Maybe it's a sadness. Maybe it's just you have everything, but there's no peace in your life. The Prince of Peace is he's calling you. And just talk to him. We're not going to leave you in a prayer, but we're telling you, talk to him. As soon as this is done, just talk to him and tell him you want to be his disciple and you don't even know how. And you, you want to be reconnected to God, but you don't know how. And just talk to him from your heart. He hears you. He knows what you're going to say. And make sure you contact us. You can go to our website, victormarks.com. You can go to social media. And again, anybody that's listening to this broadcast and you're really, you're really drawn and encouraged and challenged by Terry and Nancy, I want to send you their book, Disciple by Jesus as a gift. We're going to send it to you as a gift, Disciple by Jesus. But you have to contact us. Let us know you listen and just say, I am all about getting that book as a gift and dig into it. This will help you be a disciple of Christ in a huge way. And if you want to learn more about Terry and Nancy's ministry, I'll just tell you, all go to catalystpeople.com catalystpeople.com. We're going to put that link on our website and uh, on our social media platforms when we, uh, so you, you can find it there, but do yourself a favor, become friends with them. They are a gift. And, and I love you guys. Thank y'all for taking time and visiting. And uh, I told you I was, I was so thirsty for this fellowship and it, it was like a cold drink of water in a hot desert. So thank you both. You're such an encourager. Thanks for that encouragement, Victor. Let's worship. Let's lay our lives down at his feet. Let's worship. 
Let's tell him that he's all that we need. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We lift our hearts and praise. Cause it's you we Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time.